If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lorefolk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and it's a beautiful Midwestern day here where I am, and not in Loserville West Coast where my co-host Maddie Barr resides. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of the of the ocean and the dolphins. Oh, and all the all the natural beauty. Sorry, there's just oh, I'm being attacked by an evergreen tree. Ah, jeez. Oh, it's so cool where you are with your water that you can't even drink. We got that fresh water here in the Midwest. We got Lake Michigan, our great big beauty who's here to nourish us and cleanse our pores. You got dirty saltwater Pacific like a fucking nerd. Oh, sorry, uh, another another mountain exploded and now I have uh, carbon in my lungs. Ha! <laughs> Get wrecked, idiot. <laughs> Boom. Maddie. You will regret your churlish nature when Scoopy, the Culver's mascot and god of the Midwest, rises up and takes over the entire continent of North America, and soon we shall all be the Midwest. Oh boy, not Scoopy. I love imagining his, uh, his, like, totalitarian state with, like, big statues of him, and he has a big temple and a big throne, and he's pulling people up, and he's like... You there, boy. You have tarnished the name of the Butterburger by making a burger without the buns being baked in batter. You disgust me and have disgraced my kingdom. For this, you will be put into the cheese curd pit like the wretched fool that you are. And the guy's like, no, no, please. I have a wife and kids. And he's like, but before you go, do you have a Scooby token you can exchange for a free ice cream? No, I don't have one. Well, then do the cheese cut pit with you! This anyway, is, what do we talk about on this fucking show? I was, this is a really fun bit because the whole time Aiden was doing that, I was looking up <laughs> what Scooby <laughs> looks like. <laughs> you don't even know his grand visage. We don't. I recognize him now. We don't have Culver's, so. Unfortunately. Soon you will. Soon you will. Good. I give in to, the, to Scoopy, our lord and savior Scoopy. Scoopithin is yeah. his full first name. The Lord Scoopeth and the Lord Scoipeth away. <laughs> Scoopeth away. <laughs> yup. It's a podcast. Podcast. Maddie, say something paranormal. Uh, boo. There we Whoa. go. End of episode. Yeah, we're done. Got it in one take. Yeah. Oh, uh, you want something real, actually? Do you yeah, want, probably. Do you want, like, a real, like, real content for our podcast that we Yeah, that, that, that'd be best, I think. I know we've done, like, a seven-minute episode once, but we're only at, like, minute, like, maybe three. Right. Well, we could do the world record for the shortest podcast ever. 
Uh, we were already way over that. That would have to be like a millisecond or something cool. Ah, shit. We'll just take one millisecond out of this episode and throw it up as its own episode. Uh, somebody wants to know, uh, zombies? Dot, 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 question mark. Do zombies eat people or do they merely bite and infect? If they eat people, why don't they eat other animals or each other? I'm unsure of their role in our society. (laughs) And then it's just some other dumb (laughs) shit, but... Uh, I really want to get to the meat of this, <laughs> if you um, don't mind the pun. What are zombies' roles in our society? What are zombies' roles in society? Well, I think that zombies play a very important role in our society, and that is the role of the other. Mm. We can scapegoat them for all of our political upbringings, for all of our peri- polit. We can scapegoat them for... We can scapegoat them for all. <laughs> you leave all that in, I swear. It's all, I'm just going to leave that Aiden whole bit in where I just try to say anything. For 20 minutes. Look, zombies, they're easy to pin the blame on. There's many roles for all the different cryptids, right? Vampires are sexy. Uh, ghosts are t- for spookums. Bigfoot, he's just a pal. He's kind of the crunchy cryptid. Bigfoot is to harass nerds. Into thinking that they're special and that they'll be the ones to find him. Yes. Zombies are icky, gross, stinky little guys. You know? Someone has to be gross. All the other cryptids are cool, but we need one that's like, ooh. You know? Like, you're thinking about it and you're like, ugh. I don't really want to deal with that right now. You know? It's like it's like you said. We have to have someone to hate. And uh, if all the other cryptids decided to be cool, you know, they wouldn't look as cool if they weren't standing next to a zombie. Right? Vampires are kind of scary. But if you put one next to a zombie, you're like, actually, you know what? Might have to fuck that, right? Zombies are important because they're the only paranormal (laughs) monster that nobody is gonna want to fuck. Yes. We need balance in this world. Mm -hmm. Except for the movie Warm Bodies. But those weren't even real zombies, basically. And they got cured or whatever. I didn't see it. But zombies are pretty much, in the traditional sense completely unfuckable the purpose of zombies in our society actually is to give uh children uh from you know grades i don't know four through seven something to talk about at lunch because like they'll just want you just sit down you got your little lunch box you're in the cafeteria and someone's like hey what do you think you would do at a zombie apocalypse and they're like oh i know what i would do i would go to a costco and then i would get a ladder and then i'd knock the ladder over and then you know i'd go to the second floor of a house and i'd blow up the stairs like blah 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 because let Maddie, me tell you. <laughs> Maddie, you fool. The zombies are listening to this and now they have all oh, your plans. Oh shit! Oh no! You dumb gonna... motherfucker. Oh, fuck. You dumb motherfucker. These right. unfuckable zombies are going to easily find you in that Costco. All the zombies listening, I'm not going to Costco. I'm going I'm going to Culver's. <laughs> subside off of ice cream. Scoopy will save us from the zombie upbringing. He is a benevolent and wholesome dictator. Anyway, that ends the uh, zombie portion of the podcast. If you're a zombie, if you prefer to just click away, you know, go listen to something else. Go listen to something like a brother or whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> all right, now that all the zombies are gone, you guys, I am going to be at Costco. So if you want to hang out with me at the Costco during the apocalypse, hit me up. I do have a rule. You can't have any of the chocolate muffins. Those are all for me. But anything else... It's fair game. So, if you want to party at Costco, that's where I'll be. Did we answer this person's question? Yes, zombies! Their, their important society is that to, for the debate of middle schoolers and to be unsexy. Gotta keep those monster fuckers humble. Maddie, John from Yahoo Answers is asking us, 
Would you become a vampire if a sexy man-slash-woman vampire asked you to join their ranks? You will be immortal and stay age 30 forever? Um, interesting, interesting. Um, what if I'm not 30 right now? Do I have to age to 30? It will instantly age you, what are you, seven years until you're 30? Oh god, don't say that. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. See, I, ha- I have no qualms with the rest of this. Immortal, sexy, vampire person. Like, great. It's let's the do idea it all. of becoming 30. The concept of having and to be losing 30 your years 20s. Old. Yeah. You know, I already feel like I've lost my 20s. So, I just, I feel like I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> you know? Like, just you so can... you can. But you're 30 forever, Maddie. Yeah. But I want to be, I want to live and be in my 20s. You, they say you're 20s. It's when you. You grow the most, you know, your frontal lobe or whatever finishes up. Like, I just, I don't know. And if you if you have your frontal lobe form too quickly, yeah. it really hurts. It does. It'll be like a headache, and I just don't want to deal with that. Pressures that society places on, on 30-year-old women, I just don't know if I can handle that forever. If I could be like a fun, young, like funky, fresh, sexy 25-year-old vampire... Then, no. you know, now I'm listening. Must be 30. Damn. Must be 30 and your mom will comment that you don't have kids yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time you see her. And she's also immortal, so you have to hear about Shit. that till the, till the heat death of the universe. Damn it. That's gonna be a no for me. What about you, Aiden? Would you be a, um, a fun, sexy 30-year-old vampire forever? Yes, absolutely. Full take. No qualms. End of bit. Ad break, ad break. Here we are in the ad break. We don't get paid to do this. We do it so you pay us to shut up. You know the gist by this point, unless this is your first episode, in which case, hi, I'm Aiden Kidd, and I'm a burden to society. Hey, welcome. I'm Maddie Barr. And Maddie's just here, and we do ads in the middle of our podcast, even though what I said applies still, even in the current timeline. This ad we're doing right now is an ad for our show, in the middle of our show. Oh, it's stupid and pointless. (laughs) It's the most redundant thing in the world, advertising for your own show during the show. Listen to Lorefolk on Thursdays. We do a new episode every Thursday. Go to our YouTube. You know what, actually, it's not the dumbest (laughs) thing because we can plug our other stuff. This wasn't planned. We were just idiots riffing and not knowing how to do an actual podcast. But go follow our YouTube channel. We do animatics and such, and also on TikTok. They're also there. Yeah. We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, they're all at Lower Folk Podcast. If you guys actually went and follow those accounts, I might have I might post memes. Maddie feels awkward posting memes into the empty void, so it's she doesn't do me. it. It's just for me, yeah. I'll post a meme on the Lower Folk account, and then I'll go like it on my account. Who's that for? <laughs> it's the saddest thing in the world. Howdy there, kids. That's right, I said howdy, but it's not a fun voice. Is that what you were expecting? <laughs> bet it wasn't. I bet you also weren't expecting this uh, incredible ad for fire in a can, but not the kind that explodes. That's right. I know you've heard about our uh, sister company, Fire in a Can That Explodes, but uh, we thought that was a safety hazard. 
Uh, you know, we didn't think that was really cool for the kids, for the family. So we invented fire in a can, but not the kind that explodes. Uh, essentially, it's just a can and there's some fire inside of it. Uh, and you'll never guess this. It doesn't explode. Crazy. Life changing. So if you want some fire, uh, but you don't want to, you know, deal with all the, all those rocks and hitting those sticks together and like being, you know, on friggin' Survivor, just get some fire in a can. And I can almost guarantee you that it will not explode. Unless you buy a fire in a can that does explode, they are, we have really similar packaging, see, because we use the same supplier. So like they're sitting on the, in the, on the shelf next to each other and you, you got to make sure on the bottom it says the kind that doesn't explode. So don't, you know, don't accidentally buy the wrong one because then it will explode. But fire in a can, but not the kind that explodes. Boom. Perfect. Ad. Where do you get the fire? Uh, the sun. Where do you get the sun? Uh, it's just up in, up there. Where do you get the up there? <laughs> Actually, it's a funny story. Uh, we have a supplier. Uh, it's called up there in a can, but the kind that the people that make fire in a can that doesn't explode use. So we go to the store and we buy a can and it has up there in it. And then we, uh, pop that open and then it goes up there where the sun is. And then we just put that gosh dang sun in the can and then it's fire. Weehaw! Where do babies come from? Where do you come from? How'd you get in the- how'd, I'm, I'm recording this ad in a booth. How'd you get in here? Get out. I'm doing an ad. I came from annoying child in a can. Get- that, Oh, shit. That does explode. Oh, wait. Oh! wait. something very important here. I desire the knowledge from which you contain immensely. This is just a straight up cryptid. Uh, and I wanted to share this wealth of knowledge. Oh, I'm so excited. X-Monkey is an alleged primate said to live in many forests. Uh, since there's only one, it's said that it moves around and it's very hard to study. Now here's the history behind this little guy. And this is, this is really like the good stuff here. The X-Monkey is said to have been created in a lab. The scientist who created it is yet unknown, although many people believe it was Albert Einstein himself because he was always very uneasy when talking about it. The X-Monkey is the size of an orangutan. It has half a robotic face. Its eyes are robotic, so they're always glowing. A couple different people in Kenya have claimed to see it. Uh, and then people found like a lab once in Kenya and it was like run down and like they thought that's where it came from. But that part's not important. The important part is Albert Einstein made a robot monkey. Okay, there's so much to unpack there, Maddie, and we're going to get to the fact that Robert, 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 <laughs> Robert, Robert, Einstein, Robert Einstein's estranged brother? No, don't roast me for that, please. Robert Einstein! No, no Aiden, you've just uncovered something even more important that so many people didn't know. That's, that the, Albert that's Einstein... the ex-monkey's true name. That's the ex-monkey's true name is Robert oh. Einstein. It's his oh. son. Yes. Oh, God. But hold on. Before we unpack all that, Jeez. can you put a link so I can see the X-Monkey? Because I googled it, and it's a lot of very, very, very horny furry art. Oh, there's 
This is not documented, Aiden. There are no oh, pictures. I thought of there'd the be like monkey. illustrations or something. No, I mean not here. Okay, so I'll and... just use my mind's eye, like the viewers. I'm just like the viewers now. I'm like a peasant. Anyway, <laughs> Albert Einstein created Robert Einstein, the ex monkey. There's a lot going on, but my sort of main question is: If you made an ex monkey, what would you do with it? What is what is the purpose? of this creation. Maddie, that's the stupidest question you could ever ask me because of course I'm going to lay waste to the surface dwellers. How could I have not seen that coming? You think I'm not going to take my robot chimpanzee son and just <laughs> destroy all of civilization? He's got laser robot eyes. Of course things are going to get bananas. <laughs> you like that? It's called yeah. comedy. That's it's what good. I do professionally for a living. Oh shit. Not anymore, because I've got a robot chimpanzee companion. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't like my terrible pun, then shame on you. Eat monkey lasers. So he just does your bidding and... We've fostered a very strong relationship, and we value each other's input on our directions of which surface dwellers we should lay waste to in that specific moment. It's a great bond. We're always working together. I'm a good dad to my robot chimpanzees, and unlike... Albert Einstein, <laughs> who abandoned his robot son? So you've adopted him now. No, this now is my yours. own. I Well, wait. What happened? Wait. What about the original X-Monkey? How long do cyborg chimpanzees live for? How long do regular chimpanzees live for? Um, can we get, can I get Jane Goodall in here? Somebody, somebody tell me how long a chimpanzee uh, lives for. I'm male chimpanzees live about 32 years. 32 years, you said? Yeah, about 32 years. A male chimpanzee, so I'm assuming that uh, ladies live to 39. I'm gonna assume that the cyborg part of the X-Monkey at least doubles that lifespan. Yeah, I was gonna say. Which would mean it's about 64. And then let's just say, I don't know, for fun, that because of, you know, the modern technology and supplements and whatnot, that he lived maybe, I don't know, I'm just gonna pull out a number, uh, five extra years. So I'm thinking the lifespan is, um, let me just do the math there, 69 years. So Albert Einstein died in 1955, and I'm going to assume that this is where he peaked creatively, so it was probably part of the later part of his life. So let's just say 1954. So mm-hmm. 1954 plus, what did we decide? 60-something? Nine. 69. 69. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get that earlier. No, I just, I was looking up Albert Einstein's age. So let's do some math here on Laura Folk, the audio podcast, while people sit around and listen to us say words and do math. What did you 19, say? 1950. 54 plus 69. 66. That chimpanzee could still be out there. He could. He will die. He's got three more years. <laughs> he has three more years. But they're going to be die big in ones. 2023. Not the time docks us, but fuck it. That joke's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it died episodes ago. I don't know if you guys noticed. So, feasibly, I don't need to build a hypothetical robot son from which I will have a great work-bond relationship with. I could find the original. Yeah, that's what I had assumed. I I figured he's gotten... See, they said Albert Einstein was embarrassed of him. So I figured he was kind of like... He was young and rambunctious then. And, like, Albert Einstein would be at a party and they'd be like, Oh, Albert, you know, you working on that new ex-monkey? And then it, like, you know, pans over the window and there's, like, a monkey, like, outside, you know, throwing shit around and, like, blowing shit up with his eye lasers but like now i've never heard of the ex-monkey <laughs> the ex-monkey is talking about deep into his 60s he's wise now he's you know? wise he old cyborg things. monkey he's taken up carpentry he's got hobbies you know like he's surpassed albert einstein i think what i would do 
in such a case is I will build and create my own cyborg monkey and then I will take it to the original X monkey monkey X and I will ask him for his blessing and to help me raise the boy Aww. and be the father that Albert wasn't to him yes oh I let you're breaking the chain of break the chain of abuse and neglect we love it this is the feel-good movie of the summer <laughs> yes. especially the part is where after the training we eradicate everybody on the planet with his cool monkey laser vision but you do it as a father and son we do and it as a family. beautiful yes I love this you know what yeah I'm here for it. And you walk, you know, you're like walking by a, a graveyard where Albert Einstein happens to be. I don't know where that is. You like look at his grave and you're like, I'm going to do better. And then there's like a montage I'm gonna where you- i going to be more. Yeah. This isn't I'll your dream dad. You ever mine. Or wait, this isn't my dream Who's dad. Who's dad am yours. I? <laughs> Who are we in this hypothetical situation? You're, We've lost the plot you're, you're, if we he, ever had it. Einstein had an ex-monkey son and then you make your own son and then you go to the ex-monkey and you say, hey, here's my son. And the ex-monkey says, yes, you've done well. You can continue the bloodline. And then he like takes a little vial of his own like ex-monkey, you know, I don't know, robot, fluid, gas. I don't how to, what do ex-monkeys take? Double A's? I don't know. And he injects it into your ex-monkey. So it's just a little bit of that original, you know, still kicking around in there. A piece of his soul was transferred into the new ex-monkey, the true heir to the title. Do what I couldn't do. Be a good son and destroy all of human civilization. Yeah. And then he has to kill you at the end because you're still a human. But it, but it's like it's like tender and loving. You know, he's like, Dad, I wouldn't be who I was without you. What the hell was any of that, Maddie? That's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's the end of the episode. I got lost. I got no, lost, folks. And that's was... just what happens here on Lore, folks. Some days we got a little into the weeds and we just don't know who we are and whose son we are and whose cyborg monkey we are. Yeah. And that's okay. Because we're all the Lore folk. See that? See that's I, brought, not, I brought it back around. That's not yep. at all. That's yep. not even kind of. No, it's perfect. You could cut, cut the episode right there. I did it. <laughs>